Welcome to another episode of Practically Theologians. This is Josh. I'm all by myself today, speaking on a low voice because it's early in the morning and my family's sleeping. <laughs> I wanted to put an episode out there. It's been a while, but with all the crazy stuff going on, I thought it might be helpful to talk about truth just for a little bit. And how do we know what is true? Um, this is going to be maybe, I hope, a short episode, and uh, maybe just the start of talking about these things. We'll see. But I wanted to start with just basic, basic uh, stuff. And part of what I've been thinking about is how is it so many people are caught up in the lies that are all around us today. The the uh, media and governments of the world are all doing and saying the exact same thing. And a lot of people believe that what they're saying and what they're doing is true and just. How is that? Because here is something to consider. When all that you are allowed to see and hear is from one point of view, you are seeing the suppression of truth. Because humans are not omniscient, they don't know everything, therefore humans should have societies that encourage, not only encourage, but also they, they should always have uh, dissenting voices, discussion, and open and transparent communication. And also, when something, when they do, when societies do something that is not correct, you should also see reversals, them changing course. And we see none of this today. In fact, Discussion is suppressed today, uh, condemned even today. Uh, every every major media outlet is saying the exact same thing today. And, for example, on YouTube, voices that say anything contrary to the mainstream uh, propaganda <coughs> are silenced. The governments of the world are all acting in the same way and doing the same things and we can see we we can see it if we choose to that there is a, an active suppressing of truth going on so how is it that we my question is how is it that we can know truth and the reason why it's a short episode is because the answer is I think pretty simple humble yourself before God I think that's 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 the starting point humble yourself before God Proverbs 11:2 talks about pride and humility when pride comes then comes disgrace but with the humble is wisdom Think about the wisdom 
of God in Christ. What a what a uh, contrary way to be exalted. That God God chose something that the world never would have thought was wise. Oh, he chose a way of glory that the world never would have chosen. Jesus suffered. He was humiliated and he even died in order to bring many sons to glory as he rose and was exalted to glory as the first fruits of the resurrection. <clears throat> you see, God's wisdom is not man's wisdom, and man's wisdom is often shown, <laughs> often. Man's wisdom is shown to be actually the way not to glory, but to, I don't want to call it humiliation. Man's way to wisdom is the way to foolishness. What's the opposite of glory? Unglory? <laughs> A fall? Um, man's wisdom always leads to an inglorious and miserable end. And God's wisdom always leads to a glorious end. So you know truth by coming to God humbly. You can do this, you should do this in, well, let's say three primary ways. First of all, seek out a church that preaches God's word faithfully. I have a, I have a conviction that this means you find a church that preaches Christ faithfully because I believe biblically speaking that preaching is preaching Christ and if you're not going to a church that preaches Christ faithfully if you're going to a church for example that teaches from the Bible <clears throat> but forgets about Jesus a lot of the time just tells you how to live I'm not going to discount the preaching in those churches, but I would say that, that the wisdom of God is revealed in Christ. And, and it would be good to look for Christ, to seek him. And I wouldn't say to break fellowship with the church necessarily, <clears throat> but I would say that if you're not hearing Christ preached, uh, you need to hear Christ preached. That's just, I may as well say it. I mean, anybody who disagrees with me, that's fine. Uh, it's okay. Um, so first of all, go find a, a be, be part of a church, and maybe you already are, and that's great. In fact, probably most people that listen to this podcast are. Go to a church that preaches Christ. 
and him crucified. Preaches him who bled for sin and who rose again. And who is exalted and who reigns as king over all that's going on. As John puts it in Revelation. Okay, first of all. Second of all, I would say pray. Ask God to show you truth. <clears throat> I personally find prayer something that isn't my first instinct sometimes, and I suspect it's true of a lot of people. I do know people that have this instinct that is, it's great that uh, prayer is their first recourse, and I, I hope to practice that to the point where, for me, it's the case too, but prayer. I think calling upon God shows that you are humbling yourself. You are saying, I cannot solve my problem by myself. I need His Holy Spirit to help me. Okay. Um, the third thing, of course, which I'm, I'm going to say it in a particular way, is to seek truth from Scripture. God speaks through Scripture. And so we should go there to learn what is the true, what is true. And I didn't say read your Bible, because that's too narrow. I think um, if you memorize scripture, that's, that is going to scripture. I think hearing also scripture, people read it to you. I think we should not... Uh, anyway, I just said it that way, because... I don't want to make it too individualistic, if that makes sense. But I think we we often sequester ourselves away with the Bible, and that's great. But to the um, leaving out of community Bible reading, uh, like read the Bible with your family, seek truth together with people, with friends, uh, with family. Let your children hear Scripture. This, I guess that's kind of where I'm going with that is don't just privately seek God. I'm not saying not to. <laughs> but also in community seek God and his truth, um, which, which, we, which we can only find through Christ. I, I mean, I'm talking to Christians. If you're not a Christian, the first thing I'd say is seek Christ. And in order to seek Christ, I would say find a church that preaches Christ. That's, there you go, back to full circle there. But <clears throat> so, um, so Proverbs 11, 2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. And remember the garden Adam and Eve, God, God, God gave them His truth, His word, His law, and they decided mm, God is probably not telling us the truth. And I think we know the truth, and we're going to eat this fruit. They were acting according to 
the wisdom of the world. They were replacing God with themselves. You see, whenever we make our own version of truth, the supreme truth, we are replacing God with ourselves. We are becoming the arbiter of truth. We're not humbling ourselves to God, toward God that, that in that. <clears throat> and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think what we see today in this world is exactly what Romans, Paul in Romans 1 talks about. It's the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who, by their unrighteousness, suppress the truth. <coughs> they know God. Mankind knows God, and God, as they reject God and turn away from God, God is revealing his wrath against them by what they do. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged, and this is the foolish thing, they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. And the result of this exchange, you know, the, the glory that is great and the glory that is not, they took that is which is not in order to try to make themselves greater than that which is great. The They took the mortal and set it up over the immortal. Totally upside down thinking. <laughs> the immortal is always greater than the mortal. Just think of all the movies that come out with these superheroes in them. Even, even, even movie makers recognize that this is true. And yet, mankind does the opposite. They, they look, they seek that which is below. They replace God. And what does God do? God does what we see going on. We see the suppression of truth. We actively see it. Who would have thought, living in the United States of America, that we would be living in a time when, when there is actually the suppression of free speech, of people offering different opinions. And in fact, those people who offer an opinion that is contrary to the main narrative of the day, which changes, by the way, arbitrarily it seems sometimes, people that offer a narrative contrary to this are being silenced on the one hand, but also what they say is sometimes being equated to murder. This is exactly what happens in communist countries. And yet people don't see this. And and uh, and they should. But evidence also of this lack of humbling ourselves before God's truth in our society is the result God gave them up for this reason. God gave them up to dishonorable passions. 
for their women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder. Pay attention to that murder, guys. Strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Listen up, people. This describes what is going on. If you are a Christian and you are following along with the mainstream narrative, take, take a look at what's going on. Step back. Don't follow so easily. You may be following this. You may be following the wisdom of the world. Because those who are saying the things being said in the mainstream are doing what Paul's describing here. This is the result of God's wrath. God gave them up. This I just read an article. The State Department <clears throat> issues the first passport with an X for gender. <laughs> We're in an age where, where now you're not allowed to say if someone is a man or a woman. The, insan <clears throat> the insanity of this... <clears throat> excuse me, is seen in, in that even, say, I've, I've kind of listened to off and on uh, Brett Weinstein, <clears throat> who was at Evergreen State College, and he was basically run out by the students because he refused to um, conform to the new normal of seeing male and female as culturally, uh, basically uh, not biological. They, and, and he's an atheist. He recognized the sheer lunacy of the, that proposition. And here we are now. It's mainstream. The government, the media, corporations are all saying the same things. There is no such thing as male and female. You choose what you want to be. Gender is fluid now, which is which is literally insane, and yet that is the mainstream narrative. And what I don't understand is that is how, and I, I know there are Christians who believe what they've been told, but I don't understand how now they still believe it. So, to consider that, just take a think on that. Because there are so many lies swirling about us, let's just say there are lies from both sides. If there are two sides, <clears throat> I actually, I don't know. I think that the world is going crazy. Uh, it's a result of the world rejecting God as 
king rejecting Jesus as king that's that's the, that's what we're seeing and I think it some people see maybe two sides where there is only really one side that is saying we know better we want to be God um, and I I think we need to just step back and look for truth look for truth is that all I have to say in this podcast? No, there was something else I wanted to say. Yeah, they, um, I wanted to point something out here at the end of Romans 1 there that I read in 28 when it describes these people. And I want to tell you, Christians, I want to encourage you Christians, in the United States of America to think about your your civic duties to think about what it means to love your neighbor really loving your neighbor <laughs> it's been so pulled out of context um, ultimately loving your neighbor is showing your love for God first of all that's where loving neighbor flows from. And it has to do with, again, humiliation, coming before God, humble. But one thing I think we've forgotten as a society is that these, these tyrants that we see all around us today uh, who are promoting the murder of babies are promoting the idea that there's no such thing as male and female biologically who are promoting the idea that only the state has a solution to all of our problems who are promoting the idea that we should trust major corporations who make billions and billions of dollars on untested products that have no long-term uh, no long-term studies on them to see what the effects will be we're supposed to trust people that say, first of all, something is going to prevent something from happening. And then later down the line, the language is changed without any apology to, it prevents major problems. Now, it doesn't prevent something from happening, but when something happens now, it just prevents major problems. And now we're even saying, seeing data out of Israel and the UK and Ireland that shows, oh, maybe that's not the case after all. So now it's going to change again. First of all, you had to t take a product two times, and then three times. Now it's four times, and then it's going to be five and six and seven and eight. If we wouldn't, if we wouldn't do this, this is the pro This is where I think we've gone astray. <clears throat> we somehow believe that the people who are promoting these evil things still are wanting to do the right thing and I think that is a fatal mistake a fatal in terms of earthly life but was was Hitler really that much more evil than your typical American tyrant today. No, he, he was human. 
How about Stalin? How about Lenin? How about Mao? Uh, big names, the ones I know. Uh, there are many more that I don't know. I should learn. Oh, yeah, they were evil men. They were murderers. They were doing terrible things. But our American, our American leaders, they would never do such things, would they? No. No, they promote murdering babies, but, oh, yeah, they would never promote murdering adults. No. They... Oh yeah, they they say there's no such thing as biological gender. Yeah, but 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 that's just their opinion in that one area. Otherwise, they're doing right things. They're they're going to be a just ruler. Yeah, I think we need to stop thinking that way and to recognize. By the way, back in the day when America was founded, people recognized that humans were evil, and that they needed to be checked and balanced. We've lost that. We've adopted the mindset that humanity has evolved to the point where they are no longer that evil. We've been taught that by the world. That's worldly wisdom. Uh, I've listened to some stuff, New Discourses uh, podcast, for example, had an episode on Hegel and wokeness that was really good. And uh, Sovereign Nations, Michael O'Fallon, has been doing really good work on talking about what's going on today. He's a Christian. James Lindsay with uh, New Discourses, he's not a Christian. Um, so if you're offended by non-Christian stuff, you might want to avoid him. <laughs> uh, O'Fallon has had him on his podcast. They've talked together, so that's where I heard about him. And uh, both of them are, are doing helpful things in explaining what's going on around us, but that episode with Hegel was enlightening, and it gave me a place to look to see the basis, kind of the bottom of what's going on around us today. And Hegel explicitly had a replacement trinity. Uh, the He had a trinity made up of the Father, Son, and Spirit. The Father being ideas, or kind of philosophies, or thoughts. Um, the Son being the state where the divine idea is expressed, is what Hegel says. Um, and then the culture is where the spirit is, where the something German word, geist, something. That's where you see the working out of these things. And these three operate in a dialectical spiral up to utopia. And so the ideas come into the state and into the culture, and the culture informs the ideas, and around and around they go until they arrive at perfection. It's Hegel's dialectical spiral. <coughs> Hegel's dialectic. And so they inform one another as to the things. They, they, this process is Hegel's saying, this process is, that, is God uh, uh, basically God is finding his God, Hegel's God, is finding himself and arriving at the perfected state through this process. Hegel uh, found his way into Marx, and Marx found his way into wokeness. And here we are today. And so what we see today is, is, is a reflection of, of, of this philosophy where the state essentially is God. The state is right. And Hegel said something like, 
true freedom is found when we are able to perfectly submit our will to the state. So the more that we are in lockstep with the God of Hegel, so the more everyone is in conformity with one another, that shows that we are closer and closer to freedom and true wisdom and perfection. And this dialectic gets us there. So in Hegel's philosophy, you see there would be a view that humans are evolving to a perfected state. They're getting better and better and better. Christians have picked up on this and started to believe it. We've believed it. We've taken in, say, maybe it's been taught to us through schooling, through Disney movies, for example, or any kind of media, through books. We've picked up on it, and we've started to believe that humans have gotten to a point where they're not as evil as they used to be. And that is not right. The danger is that is that we, we by thinking this, have begun, kind of subtly, to put humans above God, the mortal above the immortal, as Paul put it. We need to, we need to step back, and take a look at things around us, going on around us, reassess our positions. The, um, the time is now. We're pretty late on this. I've I've been talking about this for a while, but I still see there's a lot of work I need to be doing in my own life, and um, I think we need to step back and take a look at this, and and then just seek truth. Go back to those basics. Start with church, prayer, and scripture. Uh, yeah, that's my advice. I don't know. I think that's good enough for the podcast today. I, I kind of touched on a bunch of things and uh, just want to put something out there because it's been bugging me to see what's going on. And in the Christian community, I see I see people who recognize something is wrong, and I'm one of them. But it's hard to really put your finger on it until well, it's hard to put, really put your finger on it until you have a conversation with people and so this is maybe the start of a conversation and this is something I've been talking to people about there's a lot more behind what I've said of course I've kind of talked in generalities and, uh, but part of the reason I've done that is because I just don't have a solid enough basis to be able to say uh, say some things I'm, I'm frankly I'm just too ignorant in some ways so um, podcast at practicallytheologians.org. Send me feedback, questions, discussion. Uh, that'd be great. If you want to be interviewed, if you want to, if you've got some insights to offer, let me know. Podcast at practicallytheologians.org. Send it to me, and we'll have a talk. Uh, I don't have a lot of extra time. I don't have a smartphone. It's hard for me to um, schedule things sometimes. But I think we'd be able to work something out, whether it's a couple weeks or a month or whatever. But anyway, thanks for listening. I hope it was somewhat interesting. I, like I said, it's just been on my mind. It's been something I've been thinking about a lot and just thought I'd put it out there as, as some ideas. Have a good week. Talk to you later.